Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya, and thank you so much for joining today. Um, Today's episode is really a new segment. And in the spirit of just doing it, getting started, I'm just going to jump right into it. And you guys can decide if you like it, want to support it, or how you feel when it's done. Because I have a very bad habit of over-explaining versus just doing it. And my palms are so sweaty right now that I think it's best that I just do it. Um, Yeah. So this is called Solos with Samaya. And... I call it my Jay Shetty's, like in quotations, because um, I love Jay Shetty's podcast. And something that I really love that he does is that outside of the interviews with other people, he posts very often by himself with uh, like a lesson, some tips, like digestible learning moments and and stuff like that. Um, And around around the time that I had to... um, start living in the van. Um, When I transitioned out of my home, I was having a lot of time on the road going back and forth from Florida to Georgia. And I was getting these downloads of clarity and lessons. Um, You know, when you drive and you got a lot of time on your hands, okay? Um, And I called my producer and I was like, you know, I really want to do these solo segments because one, it feels like a journal for me, which is good. Um, And two, I don't know if you guys realize, but on the podcast, I am giving you guys my healing in real time. Some of the things that I discuss on there, I've already, you know, worked through and I'm giving you the resources, but also some of this is still new for me. Like when this was like six years ago that I still was dealing with my parents, hadn't really addressed the fact that I wasn't okay. Like six years ago, that's it. So a lot of this is still very fresh and I'm still very nervous sometimes and scared and I'm still processing and clarity is still coming every single day. Um, But what I've also learned from you guys, the listeners, is that the show is helping for sure, which I appreciate every single review that you guys give. Um, But also I got my first bad review and it's not to harp on it, not at all, but they said, you know, maybe you should have a solo show, which was a little shady because, you know, (laughs) basically the review was talking about how, you know, I over talk people, which I've already discussed is like a bad habit of mine and all those different things. And I've been working on that, but they suggested maybe you just need to do your own show. And I don't think that it's so extensive that I should not do not just another sex podcast anymore, but I thought it was very ironic because for months I've been saying I want to do a solo segment because there are things that I want to expound on and it's very difficult to fit all of that in a one hour episode. So even though it wasn't a good review, it was helpful because it also just clarified, hey, you do need to do something kind of just by yourself. Um, But also ironically with of course let's address the elephant in the room an episode did not drop for not just another sex podcast last week and I just want y'all to know I was on this flow rolling around hurt okay I don't know if it hurt y'all as much as it hurt me but it hurt and the thing is is that if I had started these solos with Samaya before something would have dropped 
You know what I mean? Even if it wasn't the episode and the episode didn't drop because I didn't have one. I'm sitting on like eight episodes. But because we are in this transitional phase of me opening SE Media Group and the content house again, this show is talking about my life changing in real time. I'm going through the I'm actively homeless right now, like in real time. So. That means that I have to expand my team and I can't expand my team without money. And so we got off of a five day production week, right? Like it was five days, 10 to 15 hour days. And by the time we were done, you know, no one had the capacity to get everything edited and uploaded. And by the time it was done, it was like Friday or Saturday. And you know me, I'm thinking about the creative that sat in on that episode. I don't want them to just have four days before I drop another episode. No, I want them to have that full week where the attention is on them, especially when they make time and they're excited to come on the show. So with that being said, um, here we are. This is the solos with Samaya. And in true organized fun fashion, y'all know I got a little itinerary. So First off, every episode will start with the minutes. Um, this is hilarious to me because when I was growing up at church, they would always do the minutes. And I just thought that was so funny. Um, I don't know why it tickles me, but I will always give you guys the minutes. And I know that minutes are traditionally done like after a meeting is done. But technically, I would already had a consult with my damn self. So really, these is the minutes from the meeting that I have with myself deciding how this how I'm going to record this episode for y'all. Um Ass cheeks clenched, hands sweaty, and all. I am just doing it because, damn it, I'm tired of being scared sometimes. Like, I know y'all hear me on the show, but, baby, I be going upstairs and it be sweat everywhere because I'm I'm always nervous when I talk to you guys. Like, I care about this a lot. So, um, giving you guys the best that I have is really important to me. So, um, each episode will start off with the minutes. Uh, and then we'll do a catch-up which is basically like, what's the tea? Um, what's going on with me? We'll catch up on um, the bonus content that's dropping. And then we'll always have a topic, a lesson, tips, whatever it is for that for that day. And then we'll end the episode with some organized fun. And I called it organized fun because y'all know that I'm a greedy bitch and I really like to do all the things and I didn't want to lock myself into one type of thing. Um, but this week, that's going to be a tarot pool. So, um this is not supposed to be a one hour episode. I was specifically asked to make this not a one hour episode from our producer. So I'm going to do my best. And so we're going to go ahead and get started. All right. So uh, for this week's catch up, what's the tea? Um, of course, the elephant in a room that the episode did not drop last week. And I just want to talk to y'all about the emotional process of what went on in my head and how I had to self-correct rather quickly. Um, first and foremost, I was very hard on myself. And when I was talking to my videographer, like I, I know I sounded so hurt. And he was like, are you serious right now? He was like, girl, you live in a van. You have internet every other day. Like it's the Christmas break. So you have your child. You just got off a five day production weekend. You're working with half the staff that you actually need and all this other stuff. And he was like, and you really surprised that you missed a week. He's like, I think you've been doing pretty damn good to me. And I was like, damn, I didn't even, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't even think of it like that. But also in my mind, I don't know if you guys know about Good Miles, Bad Choices, but you know, I love the girls over there. And they had also like a week before dropped that their, epi that their show was switching to seasons. And 
if you're in the podcast world, you know, seasons is something that you earn. They have been doing that show for like six years, dropping an episode every single week. And so they have enough content and things going on that they can now switch to seasons, which helps the creative because they can bulk record and be done with it and go on to like other things that they want to get to get into and stuff. But of course, my show is um, not even a year old. So being able to say you haven't missed an episode is an accolade that I like. It's almost like perfect attendance in school. But believe it or not, I am not the perfect attendance type mom. I believe in if my child needs a self-care day, if we have to get there late compared to me rushing him and starting his morning off crazy, I prefer to just get there late. Um, So it's just crazy that I'm holding myself to this standard. And I guess I just had to check myself because it's like, do you really want to do this even if it can't be perfect? And I don't know if y'all know what having a Virgo moon is, but Virgos are very meticulous. Think about like Beyonce and Michael Jackson and stuff like that. They're very meticulous. And I have that in my moon, which is like my emotions and how I feel. And how I feel is directly tied to my creative energy and my purpose. And so I'm meticulous with the things that I give you guys because I really do appreciate when y'all support me. And, and you know, y'all can hear through content on the internet when people are just slapping shit together so people can run up the views or sell something to you. And I've done interviews before that I have trashed because I'm like, this is a waste of time. Like I'm falling asleep here myself. I'm not going to give that to them, you know? So I do take it very seriously. Um, But, you know, multiple people had to remind me that somebody, the show is great, but a lot of these people came over from sexual essentials or when you were doing something different because they support you as a whole, not necessarily just the show, but they just support what you have going on and they resonate with your story. And, you know, so I had to just tell my ego to chill the fuck out, yo, chill. Um, but with that being said, I was very aware that um, I was getting breadcrumbs all week. So breadcrumbs is a term that I use when God gives you something or the universe gives you something to remind you that you are on the right path, keep fucking going. And it's like a little bit of encouragement. Whether that's um, like a clip that I hear that talks about something I was just talking about or it's like, I don't know, like it's just like a breadcrumb. Somebody says something or does something that that refuels you when you really were starting to get doubtful about yourself. Right. Breadcrumbs. And I was getting so many breadcrumbs this week that were basically saying, just fucking do it. Just do it. And I literally had been wrestling with trying to do these solo segments for you guys for months. And I knew the messages were good, but every time it was time for me to sit down and talk to you guys, I got anxiety and then I made an excuse and then I found something else to do. Um, so there was that. Um, and then also my friend, I have a good friend who um, needed the funds for a lawyer for a personal matter. And She's very similar to me in that way where it's like she gets anxiety and 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 things like that. And she finally posted a GoFundMe um, and it was for like 15 grand, you guys. And before the night was over on the same day that she posted the GoFundMe, someone called and was like, hey, I have a grant for that exact amount and just gave it to her based off of who she had been and who they had known her to be um, for all this time. And it's just crazy because she literally was saying that she had been avoiding doing this for because she didn't want to have to ask. She didn't want to feel like she was begging and shit like that. And then it got handled that day. I'm like, yo, I need to do what it is that I need to do. 
So then I um, I also had a pitch that I was supposed to submit um, to work with someone. Um, and I'll tell you guys about that later. Um, to work with someone and the PR agent reached out and was like, hey, it's due today. And I was like, I know. And she's like, where is it? I was like, it's been sitting in front of me with the same three sentences on it all day. And she was like, yeah, something told me to call you and tell you just send the damn pitch. Just send it. Um, And so her and I had a heart to heart. And by the end of that call, I left the call with a PR agent for the content house. Hey, guys, I've been getting asked, are you going to do a Black Friday deal? Honestly, I have no idea, but I do think I have some news that just might suffice. If you guys haven't noticed, we have been updating all of our Sexual Essentials content, including our masterclasses. So for the last time, the three masterclasses that have sold over 10,000 copies is available now in one bundle. Yes, that's the Mouth Masterclass, the Dick Writing 101, and the Masturbation and Squirting class. All three of those are available in one course now for 100 bucks. If you didn't know, each of those classes is normally $100 a piece. So make sure that you take advantage of this because it's for a limited time only because these classes are being taken offline. All right, enjoy and back to the show. It was definitely confirmation that there are people out there that are waiting on you and that you're not waiting on God. He waiting on you. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I was just like, fuck it. And y'all know I love my visuals, but I was like, okay, I'm still with my son. So I'm not at the content house right now. And so I bought a mic from the store um, and I'm just sitting here recording. So in the future, the visuals will be available for this segment um, on Patreon, but the audio will always be dropped on the feed here. So, um, all right. I think that's my catch up for the week. Um, all right. So What's new on bonus content? So I don't know if you guys have heard, but I have finally revamped, um, started revamping Patreon and Sexual Central. So it's been a long process and I've talked about it plenty of times, so I won't stay on this topic for too long. Um, but basically, Instagram was censoring a lot of the things from the Sexual Essentials page. And I found out from the person who got me my page back that basically with the name at Sexual Essentials, I was going to be shadow banned, period. I had to change the name and I didn't really feel comfortable changing the name. So I went back to my backup page, which is SE Experience, is SE dot experience, um, because I created that page when the my original page got shut down anyway. Um, and it has a nice little following on it. And I just I decided I was just going to go back there. And um, I worked with my videographer and got a custom set for all my sexual essentials, personal content and Patreon content. And I've went ahead and started recording new content. So um, a lot of the content on Patreon, don't get me wrong, is amazing, but also it's from a few years ago. And so I keep it on there because people find out about me fresh every single day. Yeah. But also um, also because it's still useful. But video wise and quality wise and also growth wise, it doesn't account for that. You know, content has turned up a notch. And so the stuff that I was recording from my phone and shit like that just doesn't it's difficult to watch. You know what I'm saying? So um, each one of those videos is going to be redone, of course, um, and revamped. And I do that through a bonus show called Just Another Sex Podcast. And that's because it's a spinoff of the original show, which everybody thought my main show was going to be just about sex 
even though it's called not just another sex podcast. Um, but my main show is more focused on like healing the tools, um, conversation. I think everybody needs to hear for sure. But just another sex podcast is dedicated to all of the sex content and the intimate conversations and discussions and really learning the tools. So we can talk about something on a regular episode, but on the Patreon, you're getting the tools and the homework and we're talking through these things and I'm giving more intimate examples from my life to help you guys. So, um, so we started doing that. So with that being said, a new sex position of the day, I believe two have dropped. I need to actually drop another one. Um, and so me and my homegirl, Dara, um, did some sex positions. And what I really like about the new format is that instead of just getting one position, you're also getting um, some transitional positions to help you piece it together. So that way you don't feel awkward. Um, and we actually have a bed now to do the position. So that's really great. Um, and then also... A new episode of Just Another Sex Podcast dropped with Finesse's Only Club. I don't know if you guys know Johnny, but he be on the internet. <sighs> I'd like to preface this with I love Johnny and I think he's pretty cool. But the way that he does his show and the way that I do my show are two different things. And I think there are different audiences for everything. But Johnny went to jail for identity theft, like fraud, like some federal shit. Okay. Um, I brought him on the Patreon to do an episode about how women are easily finessed. And I ain't gonna lie to y'all, it was toxic as fuck. And not toxic like I was encouraging toxic things. It was him telling the full truth from the perspective of a scammer of how he gets a, he gets what he wants regardless. And I'm not talking about like violating consent. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about him finessing situations. And so I was like, there is nobody better to come on this episode because on the, on the regular show, I come to y'all all healed, holy, and kind. Like we need to work on our boundaries and our standards and things like that. Let me tell you, that man sat down and started giving the motherfucking tea all the way down to who knows, we might insert a clip right here. So y'all can just hear a clip from the episode. Do you think that women are easy no. to get over on? The women are easy to get over on. What do you consider like finessing a woman or getting over on a woman? Women get used for pussy. Women get used for money. Women get used just to be around mm-hmm. um, the aesthetic. Sometimes women, they have to be finessed. What does that mean? You got a lot to them. I don't think lying is the finesse. Because if they um, don't know, then they don't know. Right. But I'm talking about like, you know. Right. You know. You, you got to like feed women Bullshit. Women say they want the truth. But when you're honest, sometimes they really just can't handle the truth. Me chasing you is like the finesse. I'm saying damn near whatever to obtain my goal. That's the finesse. I mean, I'm, I'm saying whatever to get these panties off. A woman could have this wall up and say all type of shit. But man, get in their head, man. Get the, that shit don't matter. I think that women become easy target. I just wanted a guy to come on and talk about that. That so shit don't matter. what are some mistakes that women make? They need to have some type of fucking standards. I only had two girls in the last year that told me to put on the condom. What does that mean? Meaning that women don't... Require condoms? They don't say anything. Now, so. what exactly did you go to jail for? I mean, you ain't got to give us the, like, the it's concoction. Like, it was like identity death. Can you truly respect a woman that you've gotten over on? Let's get into it. Uh, so maybe a clip was inserted here right now. Maybe it wasn't. Um, but with that being said, um, 
the episode was still very honest. And then right after that, I sat down with my videographer and we had a follow-up conversation. So altogether, that was two hours of conversation. So the video with me and Johnny has been uploaded and also the audio. Um, so you guys can go into Patreon and actually listen to audio like a regular podcast as well now. The audio from... Um, B. Oates from Bolton Hose, um, my videographer, is also up where we talked about the same thing. I will say that Johnny's episode was definitely more like honest, brutal as fuck. And then me and B, it was more like more my speed. Um, but also, for lack of better words, kindly, he enforced that Johnny didn't really lie. He told the truth. Um, and so please make sure you check that out. Um, and I say that because... Your situation might not be as extreme as some of the examples that he was given. Like he literally talked about how like only two women in the last year have even asked him to put on a condom or mention a condom. Um, he talks about how women start off saying that these are their standards, these are their boundaries. But once you get them behind closed doors, all of that shit goes to the wayside if they want you. If they want you, you can say like, well, I don't want to do that. They'll hear you say that and still deal with you anyway. Keep going further with you anyway. Um, and to be totally transparent, I just stopped talking to someone because now don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with mutual benefits or things like that, or somebody being safe or any of that. But at some point a conversation came up and I, I realized from their response that where I was going and how I saw things and where they were going and how they saw things were two different things. And right then and there, I said, oh, okay, say less. And I like this person, you know? And so I thought there couldn't have been a better time for us to drop this episode with Johnny because even if your story is not as extreme or embarrassing as the ones that he dropped on there, a lot of us do it. We say, we start off with somebody that we like and we be like, this is what I want. This is how I want it to go. This is what I'm looking for. That person will decide at some point. I don't know when you find out. It might not be in the very beginning because when you're getting to know someone, you just get to know someone. But at some point, there is some clarity that's given that talks about what they want or don't want. And you see that there is no alignment. And because you like them or you don't want to be lonely or because you need some dick or some pussy or whatever it is, you stay in that situation. And there's nothing wrong if it's just a mutually beneficial situation. But if y'all want two different things and they are making it clear they're not going to give it to you and you decide to stay in that situation, you can't complain about that later. You know what I'm saying? Even when you're he you're getting healed and shit like that, like, yes, you're going to start talking to people and it could be cool. But as soon as you realize it's not aligned, what you going to stand on? You know, so I really liked um, the episode. And I ain't going to lie to you. Some people was like, God damn, like. He gave it the harsh truth. Like I said, on a regular show, we give it all healed and holy and kind and wrapped with bows. But no, I wanted you to hear from someone what some of these men think of you and not just the men, but women, too. Like they're making it clear that they're not trying to respect you. They just they want what they want from you and they enjoy that part. If that's not something you're comfortable with, you need to just just go watch the episode. OK, Um also, there is a new episode of Boats and Hoes. If y'all don't know, Boats and, Boats and Hoes is the name of the bonus episode of Not Just Another Sex Podcast. So basically, it's the exact same show as in like the same segments, the adult tip of the day, sex tip of the day, the topics, all that. But I do it with my team slash friends. Um, and so it's way more intimate, personal, and it's really hearing us. First of all, it's so many more laughs. The show is so much more inappropriate. Um, the show is fucking hilarious because one, we know each other in real life really well. And then also um, 
because it gets it gets vulnerable and yeah it's just it's really great so a new episode of that is up um and that one was from september um so we were talking about i think like the blue moon and releasing and the things that we were releasing in this new era and things like that um so make sure you check that out and just as a friendly reminder when you sign up for patreon you're helping me to figure this shit out it pays for the show it helps me pay the creatives that make my show happen um i don't know if you guys have realized but for patreon i've been recording that um myself like when my videographer has the capacity he always helps out for sure but he's been teaching me how to edit the clips and my producer has been teaching me how to do this audio so like i'm sitting here right now recording this myself and you know we're gonna see if she make me cut it who knows if it's if it got some mess ups in it, most likely she had me cut it. <laughs> but um, I've been learning different parts of how to do the show. So that way, when when my team is overloaded, especially because some of them are helping me out, they're not getting paid the exact amount for everything when it comes to my show. Now, anything that we get hired on, they get paid, boom, because it's already built into it. But my show, a lot of them have invested in me because I started off paying them. And then at some point, I ran out of money, lost my home. Or transition out of my home. I, I said I'm going to stop saying I lost my home. I transitioned out of my home and they believed in me and saw me and decided to stay with me anyway. So when you guys pay for the Patreon, it is supporting us. Um, and, you know, I put a lot of energy into making sure that, you know, for $15 a month, you're getting amazing content. We post multiple times during the month um, and the episodes are just as good as the regular timeline episodes. And even if you don't want to do $15 a month, you can always just do a donation. Um, $5 goes a long way. So um, if you want to support me, please consider joining the Patreon. I appreciate it way more than you know. All right. So moving along through our minutes, baby. Um, the topic of today is spiritual insurance. Um, and I want to talk about this because I've been, I don't really get a chance to catch up with my friends. Um, as often as I would like, because right now life demands me to put my head down and grind through this um, through this time. But I want to talk about having spiritual insurance, and it's really like insurance on yourself. And I say that because your circumstances can change at any time, so your spiritual insurance needs to be paid the fuck up. And so I want to go through a few things that I don't know if you guys have considered um, when it comes to thinking about this. And you guys just let me know what resonates, if this helps, and we'll go from there. So first things first, my routine is the most important part of me healing and being okay. And I say that because you have no idea when you're going to be triggered, when you're going to go through a trauma when you don't have the capacity, that shit ain't on your calendar. Like, yeah, you can look at the stars and the astrology, but even when they tell you something is coming or the energies that are present, it don't tell you the exact scenario that is going to show up. So when you have your routine and don't get me wrong, every time I make a new routine, it takes two to three months because I have to figure out what's doable. My routine includes self-care. It includes making sure that I make time to be grateful for shit. It includes my health practices, whether that's water, working out, how I work. It includes everything I need. So for me, this person, Samaya, and the level of trauma and issues and shit I got going on, it includes things that help make sure that that I can get through the day. So for example, let's just start with the first part of my day. I generally try to start with a meditation. 
I try to listen to something that is positive or encouraging, and I try to move. Those are three things that no matter what type of day I'm having, I try to do those three things. Because even if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, just doing those three three things at least puts me back at zero. So that way I can start my day, you know, and don't get me wrong. When you don't have the energy or the capacity, by all means, take a day off. But in the situation that I'm in, I don't really have that luxury right now. So within my routine, like last year, when I was in a financially different place, I realized that self-care is expensive as fuck. So when we look at some of these celebrities and people are like, damn, Gabrielle Union look good as fuck. Nia Long look good as fuck. You know, that 90s type of beauty. It's because they're taking care of themselves, right? They're getting massages. They're getting their body rolled. They're going to the chiropractor. They're getting facials. They're getting, um, they're going to the spa. Like, Some people call that like luxury, but that is literally taking care of your physical body so you do not fucking age like milk, bro. Like, and so with my financial situation changing this year, of course, I've had to cut back on almost all that shit, okay? So you also have to know what to cut back on. Just like with your insurance, when the money get low, you know what you're going to get on your car? You're going to at least get liability. So that way, if you hit something, at least you don't have to owe anybody else. Your shit might be totaled and you might be on the bus. But when things are hard, you have to at least get liability insurance on yourself. For me, liability insurance on myself means I have to cut back on my energy. So a lot of people be like, Samaya, you ain't went outside all year. You've been in Atlanta for a year. You haven't really been outside. We never talked to you. All you do is work. Guess what? Following my purpose is an inside job. Nobody can do it for me. No, unless you cutting me a hell of a sweepstakes check, there is nobody that can help me out of this situation. I have to see this through and I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I accept the responsibility. I understand that I changed career fields, but nobody can get me out of this financial situation that I'm in or do the work to propel the purpose that was put into my head and see it through. Nobody else can do that for me, which means if I have to not go out and just sit by myself, Now, normally I would just go to the spa and then also make some time to go out and socialize and things like that. But when money get low and your spiritual insurance is too expensive for you to afford the things that you pour into yourself to make yourself okay every day, you have to start robbing Peter to pay Paul. Y'all ever seen, I don't know about y'all, but when I was growing up, I used to watch my mom at the gas station, hand him a check. And she'd be like, when y'all gonna cash this check? If they say they're going to cash a check today, she would take that check politely out and come back to the gas station tomorrow because she knew when her check was going to drop at work. So it was like, if y'all not going to, I know like she knew which grocery stores, what day they cash their check. So she could write a check on a Tuesday and know that it's not going to clear till Friday. And that's fine because Friday was payday anyway. And that's what I've been having to do with my energy, because when you don't have a dollar amount, your your energy and your time completely becomes currency completely. It is how you take care of yourself. So I have to make sure that I'm a present mother and I have to make sure that every time I step in front of a mic or do a show or anything that I am prepared because I have no idea who the fuck I'm talking to, who's listening to me or who's like, oh damn, that touched me. I want to do this for her. Let me connect her with this person. So I have to make sure I'm always ready and always prepared. 
With that being said, I can't go out to every social event or go do some of these things because I have to conserve what I have for me because nobody else can put anything into me that's going to solve these problems. I mean, a little dick into me would be great, but still, it's not going to solve these problems. Okay. So with that being said, even when it comes to like, oh, well, you can just go to this. This is like $20 or whatever. I don't know if y'all remember, but I love to go out to eat. I love to go out to eat because I came from a big ass family. So and it was real cheap. So we didn't really get to go out to eat a lot when, when I was younger. And so as an adult, I love to go out to eat because I like to. Anyways, with that being said, I've changed my body to a healthy lifestyle, which means I don't eat a lot of processed foods. Um, I don't eat a lot of fast foods, things like that. My financial situation has fucking changed. So lollipop, lamb chops and crab legs is not on the menu every day. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also not willing to go to a point where I'm eating Wendy's or Burger King or things like that. So in my routine, I schedule times for me to fast, which means one, I'm keeping my body. Um, well, the stomach be on flat, flat. Not going to lie to y'all. Um, so there's that. But kind of romanticizing the circumstances that's given. And if I'm not willing to sacrifice a certain type of food that I'm going to eat, that means that if I need to have salmon and it costs this much, I might skip breakfast and do water fast in the morning and get me a cute cup and cut me up some fruit or some cucumbers or whatever. And it don't feel like I'm on the side of the road like, help, sir, I need some porridge. Like, it don't feel like that. It feel like, okay, bitch, pour you up a little wine glass and put you some kiwi and some strawberry in there or whatever and play you some music. Like, whatever the circumstances are, baby, I'm gonna romanticize it, okay? And so for me, being able to do that helps me to not miss out on a certain quality of life. If I eat, it's going to be good. Now, I'm not starving, y'all. Please, I'm I'm not blinking twice. Blink twice if you're okay. I'm okay, y'all. But I'm saying that my financial situations have changed and there are certain things that I'm not willing to go down on, on, on quality. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not willing to go down on the quality of work that I give you guys. So if that means that I can't go to every event, then baby, I can't go to every event, okay? So- there's that. Um, and I just want you guys to realize that communication and boundaries are going to be your biggest tools when it comes to protecting your spiritual insurance. Um, and that's because communication. I'm not telling you to leave everybody you know high and dry. I'm not telling you to do that. When this year started, I told everybody that was in my circle that I normally talk to that, hey, I just want to give you guys a heads up that life is about to change for me. I knew what I had just did when I bought the content house. I knew what I did when I decided to stop making content for sexual essentials for a while to focus on this. I understood. I understood that I was about to have to go through a process and. I knew I was not going to have the capacity to be there for anybody else right now because I was going to have to use my show to show other people and potential clients what I could do for them, right? And that was more important than anything, especially as a mother. So communicating that with people up front because it doesn't give you an excuse to be a piss poor friend and be like, well, I was going through something. If you're going through something, let somebody know, hey, I'm in a place right now that the only person that can help me is me. I love you and I will show up as much as I can, but please don't take it personal and I will check in with you soon. And then making sure that you have boundaries, which means not saying yes to more than what you can really handle and making sure that. And I mean that even with yourself, you know what I mean? Just watch what you're pouring into. 
Okay. So honestly, that's mostly it when it comes to like your spiritual insurance. And at the end of the day, you need insurance. If you, if you live in Florida, baby, you're getting hurricane insurance, period. Like that, that's what you're getting. You don't be sitting there with your top, your top blowed off. Okay. Even if you in a hoopty, you're going to get that liability insurance to at least take care of somebody else's stuff. And that's the thing. I pretty much have liability insurance on my life right now. It means that I have the bare minimum, but I also have to make sure that I'm okay. So I can deal with some of the issues that I'm in right now or the transitional phase rather, because I don't even see them as problems. I see it as this is the fucking path. Like I watch Oprah I, religiously. Y'all know I love me some goddamn Steve Harvey. I'm watching Tyler Perry's story and I'm recognizing that some of these people have struggled. They tell you how they got through this thing. And, and there are parts of my story that I'm going through right fucking now that resonate because they're sharing their story. So as simple as waking up and listening to an interview with somebody who's going through something similar to you, that's huge. It helps you to not play victim to yourself and say, this is a part of the journey. I'm not homeless because I'm a bad person or I gambled my shit away or I was ruthless with money. No, I invested all of my six figure savings, checkings and everything I had into starting something that I own that Instagram could not delete or silence me on. And I realized that I can help other people that really want to make extraordinary content do the same thing. OK, so that is my message to y'all for the day. Um, and I have a whole bunch other ones. So please let me know how y'all like this, okay? Um, if you've rated or reviewed the podcast, feel free, feel free to rate and review it again. Feel free to DM me from Not Just Another Sex Pod um, on Instagram and send me your reviews. When you guys send me those heartfelt reviews, yo, I read that shit and I can tell from the way you wrote it that you're a dead ass that I'm helping your life and that that helps me more than you guys know because this is not easy. Telling you guys my mistakes and letting people see how flawed I am. And, you know, I keep going back to that bad review and I'm glad they left it. Oh, by the way, if you listen to this, the person that left me the bad review, y'all see I did a solo segment. Um, I'd appreciate if you change that two star review to a four star review or at least a five star um, because I do take criticism very seriously. I'm very good with accountability. So even even though you shared your thoughts, that doesn't have to necessarily mean that the episode is a, you know, the show is a two. So just consider that. Um, but with that being said, even getting a bad review, that was very vulnerable for me because they called out something that annoys me about myself. I hate that I cut people off in conversation. I do. But then I also have to be fair and rationalize the truth, which is one, I was silenced for over 26 years of my life and I get so excited. I get so excited when I'm seen. I get so excited when I resonate with someone. I get so excited, just like a little child. And then I'm grateful for astrology because astrology teaches me that you're an Aries. And guess what the Aries is? The first sign of the Zodiac. And so a lot of my qualities are very childlike because I am the youngest sign of the Zodiac. So that means I don't stay mad at things very long. I easily forget. Um, and also I'm a chatterbox, just like a child. So, you know, all of this is a learning experience and I'm really grateful to share it with you guys and any way that you can support just by letting me know that this helped you or by signing up to Patreon, even like I said, even if it's just the donation to tier, because to me, it's not just anything like it, it's not um, any of that helps and supports. I want you guys to be very clear. That is my main source of income 
right now. You know, I did just sign um, a show, uh, Take Two with Tiffany Loren. So um, make sure you guys check that out if you have not already. So things are definitely changing, you guys. And I am seeing this the fuck through. So um, last thing before we leave is organized fun. So we did the minutes, which includes catch up, what's new being dropped, the topic, which was spiritual insurance. And now for some organized fun. So. For the organized fun, I am pulling some tarot cards and y'all, my nose is over here running like my eyes literally is watering because I was so scared to do this. I was so scared to do this. Um, anyways, all right. I'm shuffling the cards in real time. Oh, speaking of this week, um, I get back to Atlanta tomorrow. So within a couple of days, you guys should see new content on um, on Patreon. I'm going to actually upload a video on how I've been navigating astrology without my without an astrologist. So if you guys don't know, I did fire my astrologist. Um, and so I'll be going more into that on the Patreon episode and how I've been navigating without one, especially because it is such a um such a difficult thing to really understand. So I'm gonna do more things like that just to help you guys realize how I've been processing what tools I use so that way I can Build the full picture together, the full message together, even without an astrologist. Um, and then also I'll be uploading a episode of how I use the, how I used the tarot cards in a certain situation. So I'm going to start documenting that stuff because sometimes I get situations where I pull a tarot card and it's very black and white, easy to see how the cards work. And I think sometimes when it comes to using spiritual tools and resources, um, that it can be very intimidating because you don't know if you're doing it right or wrong or, you know, whatever. And so I'm just going to start sharing examples here and there so that way you guys can, um, you know, start doing these things for yourself. So, um, okay. <laughs> okay, so the cards that I pulled, oh my gosh, I got the Page of Swords. I got the Ace of Wands. I got the Ace of Swords, I got the Ace of Cups, and then I got the, don't judge me, Six of Cups. They be in Roman numerals, and baby, I, mm. <laughs> sometimes I be messing up. Anyways, I'm looking up, the t I'm literally doing this in real time, y'all. I waited, I let the cards for the episode. Oh, thank you, ancestors and universe uh, for these messages. I usually try to be grateful to the universe or, you know, your ancestors or whoever sent the message. Um, so, yeah. All right. So the first card is Page of Swords. I'm really going to try to make this quick because y'all yeah, know damn well she told me do not make this an hour episode. Um, anyways, it says the Page of Swords is the naughtiest of the page cards. What that mean? This card often represents someone seen as a problem child. They aren't a bad person, just someone who is talkative, curious, strong-willed, and spirited. He or she will push up against boundaries and rules and may live outside of society's accepted standards. The Page of Swords, like all court cards, can be interpreted as an actual person, as a role you play, or a message. If it is an actual person in your life, it will be stubborn, curious, talkative person with useful energy. Um, I'm not going to read the entire thing because I think that I got what I needed even just from that. So um, you guys can look it up. I'll make sure that we drop which cards it is so you guys can look it up. Um, Ace of Wands is, let's see, the next card that I got was Ace of Wands. Um, so Aces are really amazing. Um, 
ACEs always stand for new beginnings or a start of a journey. And the Ace of Wands, particularly the Wands, stand um, govern like personality, ego, and personal power. So clearly I'm on a new beginning, a new start of my personality and my personal power, which clearly doing this thing, y'all, like I'm going to have to actually take a shower after this because I am sweating through everything I have on because like literally my ass cheeks are clenched because I'm sharing with y'all the truth and I'm just, I'm being myself and, you know, I'm already different, you know? So anyways, the Ace of Wands tarot card is definitely a good omen. It is the hell yeah, go for it card. It pops up at the beginning of a new, hot and sexy relationship. Okay, take us out of the way. Or at the beginning of an awesome new job or creative project. Oh, damn. It might be that one. See, now I got to pick between dick and creative project. Maybe it'll be both. See, I even cut my own self off when I'm talking. <sighs> All right. It pops up at the beginning of a new hot and sexy relationship or at the beginning of a new of an awesome new job or creative project. When you need a new and innovative solution to a problem or want to pull ideas out of thin air, this is the card you want to see. The Ace of Wands is the spark of something new, combing the wood of the wand with the element of fire to blaze something big into being. It blazes with the urge to create. It could be a new career, new baby, new, new relationship or a new direction in your life. This card thrusts quickly with desire to bring something new into being. It's a lusty and action-oriented card. If you're starting a new relationship, keep the wand under wraps if you do not want a child. I heard that. Um, and of course, it has different interpretations of what that card means for love, what that card means for your job, what it means for health and different things like that or finances. Um, I'm just reading what the card itself kind of just usually stands for and then Basically, when you are reading or you look up these things, you'll see that almost every interpretation, you can always just Google and then just figure out which site fits best with you. I like Labyrinth, um, Labyrinths, Labyrinths, I don't have to say it, but I'll make sure I drop that in the comments as well um, for interpretations. But this is like a new book I've been fucking with because the the descriptions are shorter and I knew that I was, you know, wanting to do the tarot video on Patreon for y'all in a couple of days. And I was like, I need something shorter because sometimes the descriptions of all these cards are very, very long. So I think even just the beginning can show you guys what I'm talking about when we're talking about like just clarity and how to interpret what the cards mean. All right. So the next one is Ace of Swords. Um, again, the Ace or the one stands for new beginning, start of a journey, but the swords rules the mental and intellectual world. Um, so it says the Ace of Swords tarot card cuts through the truth. Using this sword, you can force a situation. You can force a situation to be dealt with quickly. This is not a card of inner of inner wisdom, research, thought, or inaction. The Ace of Sword helps you take charge of a situation. When you combine new ideas with swift, swift action, you'll see success. In the traditional deck the ace of swords shows a large hand coming out of the sky holding a sword the sword is topped with a crown wrapped in laurel and palm leaves along our journey through the cards the aces start start the events that occur within each suit they represent the beginnings of new paths the spark of something new or something or someone new entering your life this card begins the arc of the logic and reasoning journey of the swords a sword can cut both ways so the ace of ace of swords can indicate the start of a new idea or challenge or it may mean the start of a conflict or a problem um it came up came out upright for me so i don't think that is necessarily a problem um it is a good omen for pretty much all things um a good omen of all things um, so aces are really, really big. Aces are amazing cards to pull. 
Um, next, I have Ace of Cups. And be clear, there are only four aces in the tarot deck, and I pulled three. So the Ace of Cups represents true love and emotional fulfillment. But unlike a lot of the emotional cups cards, this one is very active. It's about making things happen. So while it may indicate an outpouring of love is coming your way, it could also mean you are the one who needs to take a big emotional risk and ask for what you want. Open your heart to love and be vulnerable. It's the scariest thing of them all, but it's also the only thing to get the healthy, fulfilling and abundant love you desire. The Ace of Cups is a bit like the Holy Grail. It represents the true love and emotional fulfillment everyone is searching for. This is a great card for relationships, both new and anyone looking to take the next step. It's also great for babies. What the hell is with this babies thing? In the traditional deck, the Ace of Cups shows a hand coming out of the sky, blah, 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 blah. Unlike a lot of the emotional cup cards, this one is very active in Yang. It's about making things happen. So while they may indicate an outpouring of love is coming your way, it can also mean you are the one that, I feel like it's just said that. Did I read the wrong one? Or really, it's just all the same shit. No, I didn't read the wrong one. Okay. Well, again, the ones are the start um, symbolizes new beginnings and starting on a new journey. And the cups rule emotions. So one of these rules emotions. One of these rules. I can't remember. We ain't got time for me to go back. But the aces of different areas of your life. You got um, ace of cups. Swords rules mental. So mental, emotional, and what was the wands? Creativity, mental, emotional and creativity, new startings are happening, basically, is what those three cards are saying. And then the last one is the six of cups that I got. It says that sixes stand for harmony, hearth and safe harbors. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm gonna have to Google hearth after this because it's really the word earth with an H in front. Um, anyways, um, it is and the cups rule the emotions. So. Um, this card says, oh no, I scroll past. All right. Traditionally, the Six of Cups tarot card shows two children in a beautiful courtyard surrounded by six huge cup-like planters filled with flowers. This is the card of nostalgia, happy memories, and reunions with people you haven't seen in a while. It's also a card associated with the happiness of childhood and golden innocence. And finally, it's a card that indicates gifts, sensual pleasures, not sexual ones, and fun times shared with others. It's a friendly, playful card reminding you to add more silliness and whimsy into your life. A happy memory may help you solve or address an issue or problem you are facing. Look towards your past for lessons about the present. Um, so cups, rules, emotions, and yeah. Um, so basically what I get from these cards is the Page of Swords is talking about me personally and me clearly dealing with the fact that I'm that childlike character that it's talking about I'm rambunctious and childlike and I think that card is good because it puts it in a positive way because at the end of the day everybody has two sides of the coin your traits can be annoying and they can also make you really good at something else me being childlike means that I have more patience for forgiveness and things like that just like a kid you can hurt their feelings but also in a couple minutes they're gonna forget or give you a hug or you know what I mean? They really just want that apology. Um, and also it means that I'm energetic. That's great. So good to hear something good about me. Um, the three aces represent that something new creatively, emotionally, intelligently, like with emotional intelligence is coming my way. And, you know, I've been telling you guys the story of what I'm doing. And clearly that's definitely happening. New beginnings are definitely happening. Um, 
And then I think the Six of Cups is probably talking about just how I'm feeling in this season. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but I have seasonal depression um, really bad. And I do think that starting this segment um, and the day that I had yesterday showed me a few things. So for me, I, I love that, you know, a lot of y'all have family and different things like that. But, you know, for me, the holidays is really hard because I'm big on creating my own family. I I have chosen family and friends and things like that. And all throughout the year, we're each other's support system and family. And then when the holiday season rolls around, a lot of them already have families. And so they go home or they, you know, they go be with their loved ones. And so it can feel very lonely. It can feel very lonely and it's a time where people need more people and then, you know, it's just less sun outside. So that adds to it and you need vitamin D just even for your energy levels and stuff like that. So um, I did start taking um, D3 um, or whatever and, you know, hope that'll get into my system. But also I, I am grateful for a few things. I'm grateful that I realized that the seasonal depression had hit and I'm also grateful because yesterday was the first day I felt like I was really coming out of it and I can appreciate that. Um, I usually come out of it around New Year's because New Year's is my favorite holiday outside of my birthday. Um, I just love new starts, new beginnings. And I do, especially with like, just like a past that I've had. I love to know that something is starting over new and fresh. Like I love Mondays. I know that's so weird, but I love Mondays. Um, Things like that. So um, I think it's just reminding me to not try not to harp on the past and find something to do to keep my mind busy. Um, and so I'm actually uh, I'm 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 scheduling like two or three things to do this week in Atlanta. Um, I found like some little cheap go out things. So there's like a donation benefit thing. I had a friend that actually just joined the Emerging 100 and they do like a Christmas party. And I think it's like, I think they donate the money or something like that, but they had just had a fundraiser and I wasn't able to give anything at that time. So the tickets were, um, they weren't super expensive and I haven't been nowhere in forever. So I'll be going to that. And then also I'm going to hear like some live jazz or something. Um, and those tickets were like 20 bucks. So you know, just looking for like cheap little ways to get out the house. And even though like other people may not go to everything that I go to, I think it's just more so about me finding a life of my own. So that way I can, you know, be happy for my friends when they go home with their family because they need the things that they need to. Um, so um, I love you guys. And this is the end of the first solo with Samaya. Um, if you have a moment at all, just please message me. Um, and also we'll talk about this in the discord. Um, when you join Patreon, make sure you stop at that table of contents post, please. And join the discord. Um, my notifications are on now because it is, um, Christmas break. So I'm not as, um, the content house is not as booked. So I'll literally just be working on Patreon content and stuff like that. So I'll be more available for conversations. Um, but make sure you join the Discord and then um, also on the stories within like on my close friends on Instagram, you'll see that we are starting Topic Tuesday and Thursday. Um, Y'all know I love me some organized fun. And so I was just struggling with really doing the Discord and doing the close friends. So I decided that close friends would be um, Topic Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's where we're going to 
um, talk there. And this is dropping on a Tuesday. So I guess y'all will see me tonight on uh, Close Friends on Instagram. Make sure that you message me from Patreon so we can get you added. Um added to the not just another sex pod page um with all that being said leave me a message somewhere whether it's in the dms um or on discord or on patreon it means so much to me to let me know if this was helpful for you and if you want to hear more of these and then also if you have the capacity please um consider joining patreon because we do have all new content that is dropping over there um i think we've dropped Four new pieces of content, which are like hour long pieces of content, y'all like the, the shit good um, over there. So um, I love you guys. And as always, thank you for holding space. And look at that. I'm at 54 minutes. It wasn't even a whole hour. <laughs> it was the first episode and I had to explain. That's what I'm going to tell y'all. Anyways, I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you. I will talk to you soon. And don't forget that a new episode drops tomorrow. So, all right. Love you guys. Bye.